I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is, 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 is Kickoff in the Valley. Now here's your host, now, here's your host Tyler, Tyler Vazquez and Gunnar Jackson. Welcome into the Kickoff of the Valley podcast covering your Arizona Cardinals. My name is Gunnar. I'm a morning radio show host on Camel Country here in Phoenix. I'm a sports betting connoisseur providing an, a bird's eye view of our Arizona Cardinals. Over there, the pulse of the Arizona Cardinal fan base, Tyler Vasquez. Tyler, what's up, man? Yes, sir. Tyler Vasquez, the co-founder of the Bird Gang Travel Club, hanging out with you on the road and at home all season long. Uh, also season ticket holder since... I don't know, basically the womb. And yeah, uh, yeah. no, get excited for week one, Gunner. We're finally, uh, we're, we're right on the doorsteps at this point. I'm excited, man. Um, I do want to mention, uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're doing three of these a week, right? So we got this one. This is going to be the last one before uh, the Cardinals kick off on Sunday. And then we'll be recording another one uh, that'll be up on uh, Monday morning, kind of covering the game on Sunday. Um Cardinals and the Chiefs on Sunday, Tyler. There's a couple of things that I saw, uh, you know, in regards to uh, these Chiefs that are coming to town. Yeah, Andy let's Reed. not let's not highlight that I was completely wrong in my statement. Yeah, what did day. you say? You said something about Andy Reid, right? No, I didn't say anything about Andy Reid. What I said was that I I feel like with the change that the Chiefs have had, that your best opportunity to beat them is right now, Week One. Well, Gunner, as you as you uncover some stats here, uh, that's typically not the case. Yeah, uh, Andy Reid is nine and one in openers, you know, with the Chiefs, uh, and Patrick Mahomes has never lost a game in September. He's never thrown an interception in September as well. That's crazy. But I mean, what better time to come out and just give him a sucker punch? Uh, then first game of the season, right? <laughs> yeah, why, not? why not us, right? Why not yeah. us? Like, uh, yeah, those stats are are not um, not exciting for for Cardinal fans to hear. But no. again, they're just stats. I mean, that that's not uh, a guarantee for what will happen on Sunday. And being at home is is another good feeling for us. Yeah, yeah it'll be it'll so. Be definitely... Let ahead. me ask you this: so on the on the sports betting front, the uh, when it opened on the uh, the sports betting apps, uh, the Cardinals were three and a half point underdogs. They are, as of right now, five and a half point underdogs. So that line has shifted a little bit. Now, is that because of um, the, the outlook as far as the stars? You know, a lot of our power players, J.J. Watt, Zach Ertz, as this uh, kickoff is, uh, you know, we're almost we're days away. I mean, could be we could just call it hours away from a kickoff on Sunday. But is it is it because of the uh, the injury report? Is it because of who hasn't been practicing? Is why that line's shifting? I, I imagine, right? I, I mean, the defense is already banged up for the Cardinals, and now you add that that JJ Watt still hasn't practiced, and it's been what three weeks now. So, it, so, it he, is, so the latest he didn't practice today. No, he did not practice oh, today. Man. Today, obviously Thursday. This will drop Friday. Hopefully, there's some change with with walkthrough or whatever that practice may look like uh, tomorrow when this drops. But uh, currently, yeah, he is not practiced. Okay, so what are the odds then? I mean, is he, like, genuinely injured? I mean, so there, are we expecting him to play Sunday? or I, I wouldn't think so at this point. Uh, okay. You know, 
JJ Watt is a beast, though. So it, it wouldn't surprise me if if he goes no practice and just you know ends up playing. Well, that's but, where, where I'm uh, going. Like so, like the uh, the Steelers. Uh, Mike Tomlin, he he took a, forever to announce their starting quarterback, right? And there was a lot of speculation as to, hey, he's just got to kind of keep that in his back pocket, give the team that they're playing as little time to prepare, you know, for that for that quarterback, right? I mean, could this be something that Cliff's doing? Let's let's kind of keep them, you know, thinking and wondering, and then come Sunday, we'll have JJ Watt on the field. We'll have all these stars that everybody's kind of got a question mark on right now. I don't, I don't, to fake that JJ Watt is injured when he's been pretty much injured the last few years. Uh, well, I know, but he and, hasn't practiced in three weeks. I mean, is he that injured that he can't practice in three weeks? Well, or is he just kind of, I mean, he did have COVID, right? And that's why he missed some time. And, and then now it's the calf injury. And so you, you hope that it's nothing too serious. I mean, it sounds like they've said it's not that serious and it's more of just he needs time. Uh, I, like I, knowing that it's a calf, maybe, maybe, you know, he's, he's able to suit up come Sunday. I, I think that one's still just a big toss up. Uh, also you got Zach Ertz also with, with a calf injury. He was out today. Uh, Kingsbury, uh, said that Ertz was a game time decision today and that even if he does play, they're going to be smart with him. So I think you do see the Cardinal second round draft pick Trey McBride, uh, the number one tight end in the draft. I think you see a lot of him on Sunday. Uh, and then the, the other, you know, the positive note from practice, Rodney Hudson uh, was back after a, re- a rest day and he's had some injury uh, injuries that he was dealing with and some time off. But then our, yeah. also Marcus Golden, which they're, they're saying was a freak weight room accident uh, with toe injury. It dropped uh, like a like a weight on his toe or something. Yeah, it must have. Man, that you know that's one of the. This is, this is why I don't work out. That's one of the things that I'm. That's why of. you don't work out. That's yeah. why right you don't want to. Dr- <laughs> no, that that's 100 why. I, I'm afraid of dropping a weight on my toe. But uh, yeah, he was uh, back at practice and he had missed a couple weeks. A lot of people thought it was a not a hold out but a hold in. Yeah. Uh, but you know he he was back at practice today, so all signs point to that you at least get the junkyard dog back on the field Sunday. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you this question, because I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Maybe you don't know. Um, how transparent do the Cardinals have to be, you know, and how far ahead of uh, the game uh, with that transparency? You know, like, let's say J.J. Watt is fine, Ertz is fine, and, you know, in the back of Cliff Kingsbury's mind, he's like, they're, they're playing on Sunday. At what point does he have to declare that? And if he doesn't, does he get in trouble? I That's a question I have no idea about. Well, you have you know you have till Sunday, right? Uh, Ninety minutes before game time—that's when you you announce your active and inactive yeah. at that point. So you know, I I mean, B- Bill Belichick and the Patriots always have people on the injury list that you sometimes question if they're really <laughs> yeah. good or not. So all right, um, there, there so, is a little bit of gamesmanship. I we I don't think we've seen that from Cliff. So I, I don't. Well, maybe he's turning over a new leaf, man. They're trying to get to the Super Bowl, get a home Super Bowl. He could be turning over a new leaf and his strategy. You know, let's keep them guessing. I would think Cliff needs to not be cute this year and just need to focus <laughs> on business. And and yeah. yeah, the one thing I would say is when you look at the Chiefs injury report on Thursday today, as we record, uh, they only had one person out of practice, and that was Frank Clark, uh, and he was just sick. So one would think he's going to so be. So everybody's healthy on the Chiefs. Yes. Yeah. So oh my go gosh. To- when you go back to those stats again, we're kind of limping into the game. Yeah. And, uh, they are coming full power, ready. Well, to that go. that kind of explains going from you know three and a half point dogs to five and a half point dogs. Yeah. Now, um, Colt McCoy saw that he's on the uh, injured reserve, so they brought up they brought up the uh, practice Trace squad. McSorley, baby, you can't get him. <laughs> yeah. I love me some Trace. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, All he right. Was- now, granted, it was preseason game, and it was against a bunch of backups and a bunch of guys that are out of jobs currently. But Trace McSorley, at times, looked phenomenal against the Bengals, uh, the first preseason game. Didn't look so great against the Ravens, but then, again, kind of reverted back to the Bengals showing uh, against the Titans. So uh, I like Trace. I, I think he gives you a good look at, at some mobile quarterbacks when you use them up for the practice uh, – for the scout team, right? I, I think mm-hmm. he – would give our defense a pretty good look when you play some mobile quarterbacks, which you will this year. You play Russell Wilson, uh, you know, amongst many others, and Patrick Mahomes. Um, 
uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, so you, you you do play a, a lot of mobile quarterbacks this year. So having him up, it, I think, is a good thing. But of course, be the only time he'd play is if Kyler went down, though, right? Yeah, I'm not saying we want to see yeah. him in a game, but uh, <laughs> I, I think it does help for for the uh, scout team and and everything else. But yeah, uh, obviously, we'd love to see Colt out there. Colt has proven that if he has to play in a game, he can he can get the job done when needed, you know, if it's a two or three game stretch. So uh, again, Kyler Murray needs to be healthy this year. So if we're talking Trace McSorley or Colt McCoy, it's probably not good for the Cardinals. So we don't want to see much of that. This may be another stupid question. I don't know, but why, why do the uh, Cardinals have so many injuries? Like what is happening? Like um, behind the scenes, is it, is it like a, uh, is it a medical, like a doctor thing, like their trainers or like what's happening behind the scenes? Because, I mean, look at the Chiefs, completely healthy, right? And the Cardinals are just dealing with injury after injury with uh, with a lot of the guys on their roster. I don't think it's anything like that. I, I think you, you do have some older players like J.J. Watt, who has a history of injuries. Kime has also signed a lot of guys historically that are you know, coming off of an injury. So they're not always super healthy, just coming, coming from that standpoint. And then you've got, you know, Antonio Hamilton's situation where he actually burned himself in in the kitchen. That's right. That is a freak accident. Yeah. Yeah. And then now you're hearing in the Marcus golden was a dropped weight. Those things. I I mean, it just, to me, that's not a, so don't cook food and don't work out. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, happy Uh, birthday, Steve Kime. Today's uh, today, Thursday, when we're recording this, this is his birthday. So happy birthday, Kime time. No better way than to give him a a gift of a win on Sunday. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Overall, the uh, sports betting, a little more on the sports betting Uh, Cardinals are uh, five and a half point underdogs. Um, Not like, they don't have the exact like uh, passing yards and all that posted yet on uh, at least on the uh, the FanDuel app, but the anytime touchdown scores. If you were to pick, let's go uh, two on each team to go anytime touchdown. Who would you go? James Connor, and he's a favorite. Yeah, I, I think yeah. James Connor's kind of a lock, and then I would probably say. Hollywood Hilaire, Brown, uh, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Hollywood Brown on the Cardinals, and James Conner. I'll go those two. I think Hollywood gets off to okay. a strong start. The yeah, on the on yeah, the, he's plus he's plus two thirty. I kind of had that same feeling too, is because that's Kyler's boy, right? Yeah. So it, they're gonna come in and they'll have that special connection. I think they're gonna they want to show the world, right? What oh they, yeah, I think uh, they're they going to go fast and often right, okay. right out the gate. Uh, I, I think on the Chiefs side, Kelsey is always a good bet. Yeah, he's a favorite. And, and, and Edwards Hilaire would be a good one just because, you know, get the ball okay. uh, short yardage. All right. Um, if you were to add a fifth, would you go Kyler? You think Kyler's going to run one in or no? What about Mahomes? I'd go Kyler over, my, okay. over Mahomes. I mean, let me uh, – with those four though, ten dollar bets, three hundred and eighteen bucks. That's a good parlay. I feel like that's a great. Uh, I th- those are the, my favorite bets though. Is the anytime I've, touchdown I've, scoring? I've thrown ten dollars at worse things. So. Yeah, ten bucks to win three hundred eighteen. Even add a, let's add a Kyler in there. Uh, that'll go. Uh, so with adding uh, Kyler, we'll take it a ten dollar bet to one thousand one hundred and six. Look at that. But well, that's that's hoping that's Look hoping it. for. That's open for five touchdowns, though. I mean, I've I've heard that a lot of people are looking at the under, I think, on this one. But, I mean, do you see five touchdowns in this game? Oh, I think you smash the over. By really? The way. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, on total points, not not touchdowns, sorry. But I, I've heard that the I, – I Well, you got to uh, get touchdowns to get over that over. Yeah, though. Of, yeah. of course. But, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, the total points, I would definitely go on the over because I think this is going to be a shootout, and I think – the Cardinals secondary until proven otherwise yeah. might be giving up some mass points this weekend. God, I could see, I could see both Kyler and Mahomes running one you, in though, too. You, you know, know just probably who'd probably better be better than uh, Clyde Edwards. Hilaire would probably be Juju Smith Schuster. Yeah. He's uh, yeah. He's plus plus one twenty five. Uh Edwards Hilaire is one thirty. Yeah. So or, they're about the same. Or, uh, or uh, MVS uh, Valdez Gambling. He might yeah. be good. He he's might plus two forty. Patrick I think I'm just going to get his receivers active and, and our corners. I don't know if they're going to be able to stop them. I think I'm going to go with those five. Do that. Uh, do that anytime touchdown parlay. Marquise Brown, right? Uh, Kyler Murray, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Connor, Kelsey. 
uh, all anytime touchdown. If it's going to go on the over, there's going to be touchdowns scored. If you're going to assume anybody or guess anybody's going to score touchdowns, it's going to be those boys, right? 100%. So why not? Before we get to our uh, first guest, though, yep. the the Super Bowl bet. Yeah. Because usually this is where you put the money down. Yep. Odds, to, odds to win the big game. I put my bet down on the Cardinals already. I put 100 down. You put 100. I do it every year. Oh, my wife knows this. She's well aware, so I'm not afraid to say this on on documented here. Okay, a hundred bucks. It will pay me four thousand one hundred. So I'll get my hundred back. I'll, I'll make an extra four grand. <laughs> I put uh, twenty so. down to win six twenty. So there you go. <laughs> I I'm a little more comfortable with the twenty bucks there, Tyler. Um, but I, I did spent, put. I, I bet a just like I said before. I spent a hundred dollars on many many worse things. I got a buddy every year. He puts. Uh, I think it's 20 bucks on the Seattle Mariners to win the World Series. And if you know anything about the uh, the Mariners up there, they have not been to the postseason since like the 90s and never been to the World Series. So for him to drop, tw- I, I even think it's more than 20. I'm, I'm thinking it's like 100 bucks every single baseball season. So how much money has he lost over the years? You know? well, I, I started my bet. I met a, a, a sports book guy in Vegas and he's from New York and he goes, yeah, I bet a hundred bucks every year on the Giants. Well, in that stretch, oh. the Giants had won the Super Bowl twice uh, in, in that little window from when he he told. So me. even like like even the last number of seasons when they've been just complete crap, he's still putting hundred bucks on the. Uh... I, when he told me this, this is how long I've been betting on the Cardinals. The hundred dollars. Uh. It was like 2014 or 15. So it was shortly after they had just won their second ring, yeah. and so uh, in recent years. So for him, it paid off big time. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Um, have you put a bet on the uh, Super Bowl matchup? AFC versus NFC, the winners of each division. No, everybody's thinking or conference, Bills, right? Yeah, Bills. So I, I did put a $10 bet on the Buffalo Bills versus the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I felt like because I chose the matchup, it should pay out more than it would. Uh, 10 bucks to win 560 on FanDuel. You greedy. <laughs> I just I do small money, you know, because I mean, part of me wants it to happen, right? But I mean, you look at every stat and the odds that and all these uh, these guys that know a heck of a lot more on sports gambling than I do, and who they're choosing, they kind of scare me out of you know what I'm wanting to do and uh, and um, and and decide on, you know, when it comes to the sports betting. But I got Buffalo Bills and Arizona Cardinals. Uh, but on that, on the Super Bowl matchup, I do want to mention some of these guys. Uh, Kurt Warner has the Bills and the Rams in the Super Bowl. Uh, Steve Mariucci. Homer. Uh, Kurt. Big, t- big time Homer taking the Rams. Yeah. Well, yeah. So the you Bills over the Rams. It, do you think the Rams will make it back or even come close? They're going to have that Super Bowl hangover. It's really hard for that. I think that hangover is always a real thing. But I chose well, the Bills. Yeah. I chose the Bills tonight. They're on, you know, the opening game. This is so obviously we'll know what the result is when this is posted on uh, Friday morning. But I went with the Bills over the Rams on uh, the the season opener tonight. They're the favorites. Yeah, well, well, only two Mar- and a half points though. You had Mariucci. You said who? Uh, Bills over the Niners. But he's a yeah. former Niner, isn't he? Or did he coach it's, the Niners, Mariucci? Uh, well, he, but he's got Lions some sort of a tie. Lions and maybe it was Niners. Um, well, okay. Rich, Rich Eisen's got the Bills over the uh, the Bucks. Michael Irvin's got, well, of course he's going with the Cowboys. He's got the Bills over the Cowboys. Uh, got Cynthia Freeland, Bills over the Packers. And another gal here, uh, Bills over the uh, Rams. Okay, mark it down. The Bills are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, uh, everything else in the NFC is a complete guess. But if it was not the Bills, who's it, who would it be? 
Who's your neck? Like if they just if they Again, just crap the, the bed. You got you got plenty of teams. The Ravens could surprise people. I mean, you got teams in the AFC that the the Bengals they could go back. Uh, the yeah. Chargers, the Chargers were really good last year. You could see a jump from them. So I don't think right. the Bills are penciled in by any means. Now, do they have the strongest odds? Probably sure, but I think you do this every year, and, and the teams that you expect don't usually end up getting there. That's the nice yeah. thing about the NFL versus, let's say, the NBA. Yeah. Well, with that said, we're going to bring in our first guest. Uh, like we've we've labeled this podcast, it's for the fans by the fans. Well, we want to bring in one of the biggest fans there is, Mister Mad Jack. <laughs> There he is. And there's, oh, look at that background. Mad Jack. Uh, yeah. Mad, Mad Jack is a Cardinals fan legend. Uh, he, yeah. he joins us on the road. He's at every home game. You probably have seen the banner. If, if you went, if you go every Sunday, you see the banner hanging up. It's over on the, is that the north end zone? Right? Yeah, northeast corner, club level. North, north, yeah, northeast corner. Uh, it has a new saying every single game. Yeah. And before that, it was in Sun Devil Stadium. Was in the same like same part of the field, yeah. Uh huh. What do you mean? Awesome. He's got a new saying every game. It's just like a like a whiteboard type thing, or what do you? Yeah. So it, so it, I get go that ahead. Exactly. Um, it's the same banner. It's painted on tent canvas. Took twenty hours to paint it, so it's the flag, right? And then the bottom half of the banner is just yellow nylon tape. It's a special aerospace tape that I used at Honeywell. And it's uh, I just rip off the letters and make a new message for every game. And it's been two hundred and. 12 different banners yeah wow how do you come up with like the sayings and uh, what you're putting on there well it used to be just me you know i'd come up with different uh, banner suggestions but then when we went to the new stadium and they didn't allow any other fans to hang banners i got a little blowback from people that hey you know what's with mad jack he's the only one allowed so i thought well that'd be a good opportunity to invite other fans to contribute so i go on asfn arizona sports fan network and i i put a a message every game asking for suggestions and about two out of three I pick from other fans and some are not appropriate <laughs> some are just stupid some are profane some are just ridiculous but a lot of them are really great so I've used them from the fans as well what what are some of your favorite sayings over the years that you've had I know I've got some favorites last year uh, maybe we're just better the JJ Watt uh the yeah. Yeah. there's been a lot of good ones over the years during the Super Bowl run. Um, but what were some of your favorites? I knew you were going to ask that, Tyler. Uh, probably my favorite was Shock the World when we went to the NFC Championship. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that Shock one. The world. I do. Yeah. Um, after 9 11, I did Let's Roll, which, yeah. you know, double numbers are always the favorites. Uh, when Pat Tillman died, we were playing Patriots and Corporal Pat, a true Patriot. And uh, the uh, bird head had a big teardrop coming out of the eye. That was pretty cool. That's awesome. And, and you- so I've, I've honored a lot of fallen fans over the years or particular players. But those three kind of stand out. Yeah, what do, you, do you have uh, the same chosen for this Sunday yet on the home I opener? Do. I do. Uh, is, I gotta, is that something you're allowed to reveal, or is there a certain day of the week that you reveal? When do you reveal the same? Well, for you, I'll give you a special preview time. There we go. Uh, and Gunner, I usually uh, do the banner Saturday morning in my garage. It takes about an hour or two to do it, and then I post the picture and I put it back on the same message board where people are giving suggestions. So this week, it's a uh, it's an interesting week because we've got nine eleven. Right. You got that whole yeah. theme. And Bill Bidwell is going into the ring of honor. So and I keep in touch with the Cardinals because I try to keep it PC. And uh, they've had a few of my banners over the years that they didn't hang because they were either too negative or. But I try to keep it clean and positive, which, as you know, can be tough over the years. Anyway, so this one's going to be really cool. It's going to be uh, I'm going to put uh a big bow tie on oh, the Cardinal head. That's How cool awesome. is that, right? And then I'm going to put WVB, William Vernon Bidwell, up in the stripes at the top of the banner. And at the bottom, um, I'm just going to do uh, something like, uh, well, I was, going to, I was going to do like Never Forget, but I'm going to go back to a duplicate. I'm going to put Let's Roll. That's and good. then uh, it'll quote on the bottom right side, it'll say Flight 93. 
That'll be the quote from Flight 93. So it's a combination of 9-11, let's roll, meaning it's the first game of the season. It's honoring Bill Bidwell with the bow tie and his initials. Oh, and on the uh, Cardinal head, I'm going to have number 40 for Pat Tillman. I love it. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, uh, for those that are not familiar, the Arizona Sports Fans Network, awesome chat forum for Cardinal content. Tons of fans are on there talking Cardinals all day, every day. I'm in there posting all the time. So if you're not familiar, that's where Mad Jack does post the, the each week. Uh, pick the saying for the banner and, and, you know, being that it's week one and the big reason I I definitely wanted you on this episode, uh, Matt Jack is because we're talking Cardinal traditions, right. And talking, talking traditions, getting into week one. Uh, A lot of people like to be out at the great lawn. They unveiled today, the grand opening of the bed MGM sports book. That's now on the, on the great lawn. A couple of years ago, they introduced the air raid siren that they do. And now they have a guest person, uh, crank the siren every game. So one of those before all of that was the banner. And and I yeah. think it's really cool to see this story. If you haven't got to see the Arizona Cardinals did do a piece on Mad Jack and, and you can easily search YouTube for it uh, to see the, the origin and some cool video content uh, of the banner. Uh, but Mad Jack, we appreciate you coming on and uh, we're excited to have another season ahead. And uh, hopefully we'll have you on here down the road uh, as the season yeah. progresses. All right. I appreciate it, guys, very much. And, uh, yeah, I encourage everybody to offer suggestions and look for the banner every Sunday or whenever the game is, Northeast Corner Club level. And this will be my 27th year hanging that bad boy. Wow. Wow. Grandfather did. I love it. I love it, man. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Dude, I mean, I can only imagine like some of the fans that are angry over that. <laughs> so I mean, okay, so the because I mean, they, everybody wants to be seen and recognized, right, for what they do. But so they just don't allow any banners in or flags or anything. Not to hang from the railings, right? Like you can uh, bring signs and 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 hold them up like you do at a concert, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, or so things like that. Yeah, because I mean, like I mean. I mentioned in the last podcast, you know, with full transparency, I used to, I grew up in Seattle and, and kind of default became a uh, Seahawks fan because my dad was a fan. And even then, you know, I mean, yeah, I followed him. I wasn't hardcore like you are with Cardinals right now, you know, but um, you go to a Seahawks game and they got the 12 flags hanging everywhere, right? Yeah, so they hate- don't allow that. Yeah. And, Gunner, uh, we, Gunner, we hate that. <laughs> I know, I know, I understand that. But I'm just trying to like, because I've been to, I think I went to one Cardinals game or two Cardinals game last season. I didn't even like pay attention, but they don't allow like Cardinal flags or anything to be hung from the uh, the the walls or the uh, the the front of the stands. The rail, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. They, they frown upon that uh, a little bit. They don't like to, to have those. I carry a, a fathead of Kyler Murray and J.J. Yeah. Watt that I hold. Well, you've been in, in uh, AZ Central uh, with your uh, with a photo too, right? Being up there on the stands, you and all your garb. Uh, I try to stay out of the the, the media as much as possible. But yeah, yeah, they've, they've caught me a couple of times. Uh, yeah. Real real quick, something that I, I tagged you in the other day that I am super pumped upon, pumped on, is uh, the Cardinals being selected for the in season of Hard Knocks. How have you yeah. watched these trailers and the different uh, little preview spots they've done? Yeah, it's very short and very you know. Not, not, it doesn't give you a full feel of what to expect, you know, because I mean, I, I watch, I watch hard knocks, right? I just got yeah. done with the Detroit Lions one and I love, I, I, you fall in love with like the coach and the staff and a lot of the players just from watching hard knocks and getting to know them, right? I'm not a Lions fan by any means. Sometimes but I mean, Coach the Campbell, Lions, Lions were really lovable. Ever, I think. I just saw a stat today. The Lions, for the first time in like six years, are sold out standing room only for week one. And I, I contribute that to Hard Knocks. For yeah. them being on Hard Knocks and, and the fan base getting to see that coaching staff, I think people fell in love and were yeah. like, we need to be there to support this team, which is why I'm very excited about the Cardinals uh, getting teed up for this. Because every time they do that little preview uh, shot, yeah. After the end of the episode, I would just get chills. The the ones with Cliff watching tape, yeah. uh, Tyler Murray, the most recent one, walking out onto the practice field. Okay, uh, but okay, you saw the intro for the Lions, right? Where it's uh, where they got the guys working out, and then the uh, the car, you know, the car factories because it's Detroit. Yeah. So, how do you foresee the intro here in Arizona? 
you leather, know, what, what, leather ass chaps and tumbleweeds. I mean, that's pretty much going to be uh, <laughs> yeah. golfing and uh, <laughs> swaros. I mean, yeah. It, it'll be uh, all the Cardinal stars wearing cowboy boots and all, all the stereotypes. We're not, country, we're not that country here in the Valley. Come on. I, I Trust me, I understand that. But, you know, it's this there. Look at the background of our, our, our video display. That, well, all, yeah, it does look country. It looks like Tucson. All, all cacti <laughs> and mountains. That's all we're known for. So, um, yeah, that's what I think that will be. I'm excited. I, I, I know that they kind of um, they're able to watch, you know, as – because it, it happens during the preseason, at least with the Detroit Lions, it happened during the preseason. Each episode comes out once a week. Those players can sit and watch, you know, that prior week's episode. Because normally, like like Yellowstone or any of these other shows, they they release the full season at once or, or yeah. whatever, or it was recorded, you know, months ago. And then they release each individual episode. But, I mean, it's like real time, just delayed by a number of days uh, with the uh, the hard knock. So it will be interesting to see, like, in season, was was the Colts one last year any good? Did you watch the in-season one? I never watched the in-season one. I did. I actually didn't finish it. Normally, I finish okay. all of the hard knocks, but that shows how much I didn't care for. They didn't really have any good personalities on their team. Oh, They're really? Like, yeah, okay. it was just, they were kind of boring. Like, the Bucks one uh, last year, I think it was Bucks going into the season, uh, with Antonio Brown. Like, it had some dynamic uh, personalities that made it fun, right? It was Cowboys uh, last year, I think. Maybe okay, Cowboys. What was the one with Antonio Brown? Maybe it was the year before or something. But I remember yeah. that one was really good. Yeah. Um, you know, just just depending on the personalities, it, it makes a break. The one uh, with the Cowboys was really good. I remember Dak and yeah. them, Dak and Zeke's relationship and their bond. Like that was yeah. fun. Like so, there's there's been a lot of fun hard knocks. Um, but it just yeah. it, it really depends on the coaching staff and, and the players they feature. Speaking of Chase Lucas, Chandler's own, uh, went to Chandler High. Is uh, he was a seventh round draft pick by the Lions. He was featured a lot in that final episode. Yeah, uh, but that was pretty cool to see. So, <laughs> all right, with that, we're gonna go to our next guest josh young of the chop it up travel club and the lot j tailgating crew these guys are a staple of the chief's kingdom in kansas city uh they uh they actually welcomed us bird gang travel club and we went to kansas city a couple seasons ago they hosted us for for our tailgating at the stadium uh for a very cold morning thank god they had the hot chocolate maybe mixed with a little bailey's flowing but uh yeah it was a great experience so so this is similar to what you're running uh with the the bird gang travel club so you uh i mean tyler you talked about in the last podcast that you know the bird gang travel club you hit what three games a year something like that yeah we try to games? do two to two to three and, and they do the okay. same so so josh they're not bringing out a crew this year but uh josh will be here right josh you're coming out to town for the game on a sunday yeah i'm leaving here tomorrow at two o'clock so noon your time i'm i'll be on my way your 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 west awesome yeah so josh you're you're the the king's expert or the king's you are the chief's expert uh what uh, what are you seeing out of this Chiefs? There's been a lot of change uh, a little bit this year in the offseason. So uh, what do you think about this Chiefs team leading into week one? I, I, I like where we're at, honestly. I, I think that uh, towards the end of the last year, we saw our defense get old, and there was quite a few business decisions being made out there. And I think uh, we got a bunch of young guys on defense that are going to step in and, and really try to – make a name for themselves um so i i really like the direction in which we're going i'm sure i'm sure everybody knows yeah we did we did trade tyreek hill cool so we still have patrick <laughs> mahomes it's great like it's fine we're we're, yeah. we're fine with that so you no concern at all with uh, Ty, tyreek hill going away that this is going to hurt you guys at all i don't think so i i i'm i'm an andy reed guy i mean i I think the guy's is a, is a brilliant mind, and I think he's going to scheme some guys open. Well, with the, with the addition of like Juju and MVS, do you think you guys are, are maybe better now? Uh, I mean, you maybe added a little more ta- little more talent, maybe at the third third wide receiver slot to to kind of offset some of that change. Oh, or definitely top to bottom, our wide receiver core is better than it was last year. We all know it was the Travis Kelsey Tyreek Hill show last year, and yeah, you sprinkled in a Demarcus Robinson game. You might get Miko Hardman every once in a while. But I think I think moving forward, we got guys that are going to. You know, I don't know if you listened to the press conference yesterday, but Pat said, "Like, I'm sorry, fantasy football owners, but I hope you didn't just pick one guy because we're going to spread it around everybody. It's going to be somebody's week every week." 
I'm glad that he said that uh, and that it pertained to everybody else and not his personal stats. Because the way I read it initially, like, <laughs> he meant, don't pick me. And I was like, man, I just picked you in a fantasy draft. But uh, with that being said, um, I think we'll be, I think that's a safe bet. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, uh, obviously, you've been out to Arizona before um, coming out now for, for this game Sunday. What are you most looking forward to, to on game day? Uh, inside, being inside so I don't sweat. Um, there you, you go. Know, you guys t- you, when you came here, you talked about it being cold in the morning. We call that football weather around here. Uh, so, you know, we're coming out there. It's going to be, what, 105 degrees outside. I'm looking forward to getting inside the stadium and a cold beverage in my hand as soon as possible. Heck yeah. <laughs> so do you like when you guys travel um i've never traveled with tyler i've never done the away game so i mean do you want you're and you're coming by yourself i mean are you meeting up with other chiefs fans like is do you know of other fans that are coming here do you guys like coordinate where you're sitting in the stadium or do you just aim for the visitor side and kind of hope you land amongst other chiefs fans so there's a group of eight of us coming down in my immediate group and then uh we know of 30 to 50 different um Chiefs fans that are also in our group that are coming down that are reaching out. And then I don't know if you know, Chiefs Hall of Famer Nick Lowry lives in Scottsdale. So he's reached out to us and has thrown a little celebration there at the Dubliner and is trying to get a bunch of people up there as well. I think, well, I think it'll be a good crowd. We were really hoping to get you guys in December though, so we could come down there and, and yeah, much better weather. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, Andy Reid, you you hit on it being a big Andy Reid fan. Um, the Cardinals uh, while back pre Bruce Arians, uh, they were targeted that, that people thought that Andy Reid was coming here. And, uh, obviously as we now look back, he did not do that. And he ended up with Kansas city. Um, kind of talk about that, the stability with Andy Reid and, and what you're excited for again, this season as a whole with where the chiefs could go. I, I just, I, I love that he's a leader of men. Uh, you, you listen to these guys, uh, talk about how he has them more prepared week one than ever before. Juju in his press conference yesterday said that was the hardest training camp he's ever been a part of. Um, I'd like to think that Mike Tomlin runs a type shit. He's a pretty damn good coach in the NFL as well. So um, hearing that feedback from guys that have played and and even Marquez Valdez-Stantling saying the same thing, like, man, that was one of the toughest training camps I had. He's in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. So um, I I think that he gets us prepared and ready to go. I think that he also knows uh, strengths and weaknesses, uh, obviously, that we're not on tape yet. We're going to be a completely new team. So I, I look forward to uh, what what he's got in store for us. Because I think, and, and as you guys know, a sports fan, our offensive line is had one of the best seasons last year, just having another year together. He's an offensive line guy. So I think you're going to see a, a steadier run game from us this year, which you haven't seen with Patrick Mahomes at the helm. So kind of looking forward to that as a Chiefs fan. Um, last season – I'm wondering how much, in, in your opinion, how much it affected the team with, uh, it was Andy Reid's, was it his oh, son God. or son-in-law, the uh, the DUI? Uh, and and uh, how much do you think that that affected Andy Reid and his focus and his concentration? I guess, I guess the whole coaching staff uh, there in uh, KC. I don't. I don't think that it if it had anything to do with the last with last season. I, I with the Super Bowl. Yes, I. I we got pantsed in the Super Bowl against the Bucks. Obviously, we were injury ravished, but he schemes better than that to get the ball out of a quarterback's hands faster than that when he knows the offensive line is trash. So I, and I don't know if you know, but they just reached a, some sign of some sort of agreement on on that yeah. read deal. I don't know exactly what it was, but I think he's going to do. Or I don't know. He pled guilty, I believe, to something. So I, I don't know that it necessarily affected him last season as much as it did in that Super Bowl game. Um, side note real quick in regards to the game on Sunday, there's uh, some tweets going around right now of Rondell Moore just injured his hamstring today at practice. Oh no. So, <laughs> so he's going well, for an MRI. So he may be without him on Sunday as well. He's what your third down back. No, no, no He's that. Uh, he's our slot slot receiver. Maybe oh, our second Rondell. receiver. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And no yeah. DeAndre. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're correct. You want to, you want to keep this is again behind enemy lines with our chiefs fan. Uh, oh my gosh. So, um, you want to keep pouring it on Josh. I would, I would love to. Cause I would, I would love to know how you guys feel about Trayvon Mullen trying to guard either Juju Smith or, or well, Marquez Valdez Stanley. 
Well, well, the funny thing is we're probably not going to have to worry about that because uh, he's also on the injury report, and uh, I don't believe practice today as well. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if Trayvon Mullen will be playing uh, this weekend. So, really, at corner, it is going to be Byron Murphy. Uh, maybe I think Marco Wilson will probably be your number two uh, or me out there playing as the second <laughs> Yes. So, didn't they just pick up a guy like Javelin? What was his name? Uh, yeah, that was, a depth ad. That was like a, a fourth depth ad. And, and he, he ain't slated to be the number two. I'll tell you that. But yeah. is Did JJ practice today? I heard he's a little banged up too. JJ did not practice today. Uh, calf injury. He is out. And Zach Ertz also did not practice today. So uh, yeah, the Cardinals are banged up. So we'll get to our last question. With you about that. Oh, uh, it's the first game of the, oh. it's the first game of the season. We're all banged up. Yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah. yeah our, our, our final question with Josh is uh, what, what are you, what's your prediction for Sunday, Josh? I don't think you're going to like this one. I think, oh, I, I don't I, think I, you I guys think have any, I think I expect whatever you're going to say. I don't think you have any chance of stopping us. I think with the way that you – I mean, I've kind of paid attention all week and saw your injury report. Usually by Thursday, no J.J. Watt practice. And obviously we know that we we saw the Tom Bahali thing here when people got old and and we just – we would pitch count them, quote, unquote. But uh, your secondary is pretty banged up. I'm I'm liking the Chiefs putting up at least 40. So I'm going to say 41-20 Chiefs. 41-20. Wow, it's not even going to be a game. Well, that's on the uh, over, as you said, Tyler. So, so it is on so, the over. So. so, Josh, what you're saying 20. is uh, we're going to be able to leave by halftime. Is your thought? Okay, got it. Well, that's the first well, time I, I met. So. This is the first time I met you, Josh, and I'm going to put a bet on that exact score, <laughs> and I will uh, be best friends with you if that ends up winning the uh, the exact score there. So. Real quick, guys, I was just handed something by my brother. He wants me to show you guys. <laughs> The re- oh, wow. oh, it's little, one of those sk- shot skis, right? Yeah, a little. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see a lot of shot skis on Sunday. So, uh, you checking yeah. that thing on the plane out here or what? Oh no, I'm coming down there to <laughs> I'm coming down there to hang out with you guys. That's what I'm. I'm, I'm stopping by the Lola. I'm gonna come see those go. bird gang travel guys. Yeah, you you hear that, Cardinal fans? If if you do not agree with Josh and want to tell him how much you hate his opinions on this uh, show, uh, you can meet him Sunday at uh, our tailgate at the Lola. Go to birdgangtailgate.com to uh, to join us for that. So, uh, well, Josh, appreciate you coming on. Um, hopefully, we see you in the Super Bowl so we can have you on again. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but thank you, bud. Have a good weekend. We'll see you Sunday for sure. Hey, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Have a good week, hey, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, how about that uh, breaking news coming in? I know the podcast isn't going to go up till Friday morning, but look at that. In the moment, as the uh, he's been as, injured, he's been injured for the past couple of weeks. I mean, it's just this yeah. is kind of expected at this point. And the the nice part is offensively, you have a lot of weapons. You know who's a guy that nobody's talking about. And I get he he struggled the second half of the season last year, but he was great. The first eight games of the year exactly. was uh, AJ Green, and okay. and he'll be playing. He's fine. He's ready to go. You got him. You've got Hollywood. You're going to have Trey McBride, who honestly I want to see more out of. Uh, he didn't get a lot of action during the preseason. He played, but he didn't get a lot of uh, a lot of pass attempts right. uh, on his way. But um, I, I think you're going to have to see him by necessity this Sunday if Ertz doesn't play and if Rondell doesn't play. So, um, uh, what do you think of that 41 to 20? You think it's going to be like, I mean, that's it's almost a blowout there, but I mean, do you think it'll be any closer than 41 to 20 that what Josh, you know, is predicting the final score to be? Well, and as, as we wrap this show, let's, let's kind of get into that. Our keys of the game and our, our picks, you know, Gunner, what are, uh, let's talk keys of the game. I'll tell you this. You're going to need your wide receivers and, and your your tight ends to, to step up. You're going to need what I was just saying. You're going to need Trey McBride. You will need A.J. Green. You will need Hollywood. You might need, a lot of people, this may shock, Andy Isabella and Greg Dorch, yeah. uh, like the Dorch, the two guys that, that really stood out during the preseason. Uh, they may get some meaningful snaps if Rondell Moore's out, right? If he ain't yeah. playing this weekend, which based on that report, it sounds like there's a good chance he won't be. Yeah. Uh, then, then that would mean Andy Isabella is going to see some snaps, or Dorch are going to see some snaps. And I like Dorch's hands; he catches almost everything. Um, where uh, also Andy Isabella looked fen- phenomenal in camp, and he's he's got something to play for. I mean, Andy Isabella, yeah. all things considered, is trying to get himself traded to a team where he'll actually get meaningful snaps. Yeah. So uh, I would think 
you know, both those guys are going to be out there fighting for jobs. So, you know, they're going to take every opportunity they can get. So to me, that's key one. Key two is, is Kyler Murray making things happen on the, on, with his feet and with his arm uh, and then the offensive line keeping him upright, right? This defense, yeah. I, I would try to say there's a key that relates to the defense, but to me it's just survive as much as you can. Um, try to make them beat you by the run game, which easier said than done with this uh, this offense. But reality, reality speaking, is I don't think you're going to stop the, the Chiefs from scoring. Like that's just right. not going to happen. You're going to need to outscore them. You're you're going to have to just keep lighting it up on offense. You need to get more stops than they get. I mean, that's literally what it's going to come down to, and that may only be one more stop than they get, and that's all that matters. So. Well, and, and one thing to remember, too, is that, I mean, this is the pros. They're not going to just roll over and hand it to uh, the Chiefs. They'll have some sort no. of a they'll have some sort of a scheme, you know, even though they got some hurt receivers and, and whatever else, you know, and everybody that we're hoping to see are hurt. They'll come up with some sort of scheme and, and uh, throw the Chiefs off a little bit, you know. Hey, but Andy Reid, he's smart, man. He, he may be expecting that already. Like, okay, if they're with the receivers hurt, where are they going to go? And he's going to prepare for that already. He's a smart dude, man. We kept a lot of running backs on the team too, and a couple that you didn't get to see in, in a lot in training camp, yeah. right? You, you didn't see James Conner much. You didn't see uh, uh, Williams, uh, you, who was a former Chief, right? You're, you didn't see a lot of these guys um, get a ton of action, right? So uh, the Cardinals do have some some bullets uh, that are ready to put in the chamber, but um, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I, I kind of wish that we had the, the sports books haven't posted like Kyler's rushing yards over under yet. And I really wish they had that by now. Cause I mean, that'd be a fun one to, especially like with all the hurt receivers, you got to imagine it's going to go on the over right. Um, on his rushing yards. Yeah, I don't, I don't know though. Kyler, as you notice last year. And, and I just think as the years go on, it's almost like a Russell Wilson situation where, it's almost like they try to run less, right? They're not trying yeah. to do as much running. And and I would think going into this next year of Kyler Murray, he isn't going to try to do as much with his legs anymore. He's going to try to throw and, and you know, to keep himself healthy, take as, take as less hits as possible, right? Like don't be yeah. running to, to, to get hit. Kyler's very smart though. He, he, you always see him fall on his butt and he always uh, makes sure to get down so that he doesn't get a lot of contact. So, um, you know, that is uh, something that I think you look for with Kyler as a hold when he does go out there, uh, when he does try to try to go pick up first downs and, and make a move for it when he tries to scamper for the end zone. So, yeah. uh, Gunner, what, what's your now after this show, which uh, I don't want to end us on a down note at all, but how are you <laughs> feeling uh, after everything we've heard so far today? Um, ignore Josh, because obviously he's biased, but he uh, is by he is biased, but yeah. <clears throat> I, I mean, when we, we talked about the injuries, you know, at the beginning of this podcast, the Cardinals are all banged up and the Chiefs, they got one dude, what, Frank Clark, who is, uh, who was on the injury report, which will probably be fine on Sunday, right? I mean, what was his injury? He's so the, sick. He's got a tummy ache. Yeah, exactly. He'll be fine on Sunday. They are completely healthy. They did something right, you know, in the preseason to keep everybody healthy. Uh, I don't know if they had chefs going into all their houses to make sure nobody dropped grease on them and, you know, I, I had extra spotters in the gym to make sure they didn't drop, you know, weights on their toes like our players did. I don't know. I don't know how, do you, how their entire team is healthy and we've got a lot of banged up players. You know, uh, so I, I, I want to note as I scroll Twitter here before before we do close out. Um, Johnny Venerable, uh, great Cardinal content from him. Rondo Moore has not played a full season of football since his freshman year in 2018 at Purdue. So, again, it's one of those guys that just can't stay healthy and can't be on the field. And, and you know, you're hoping to see an expanded role from Rondell Moore this yeah. year. But, man, you got to be on the field to make it happen. So look forward to that. Um, the Cardinals Super Bowl odds at the beginning of the season is a good note from Alex Clancy, also another great Cardinals content. Um, on February 14th of 2022, they were 2022, they were 22 to 1 odds to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, as of today, they are forty-five to one. They're losing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're so. dropping down a little bit. And I, dude, I picked. I never buy magazines. And I was at uh, at uh, Albertsons and got the Sports Illustrated because I had the preview. You know, got to you got to prepare for the podcast, right? Uh, they've got the Niners winning the West, followed by uh, Rams at number two, Cardinals at number three, Seahawks at number four. Going into the season, they've got the Cardinals pegged at three. So I mean, nobody's got much confidence. 
in the Cardinals at all, except for uh, you and I, Tyler, with our uh, Super Bowl bets. Yeah, can I change that? I feel the Cardinals are going to win this weekend because that's uh, instantly changing really quick. I, I mean, unless Andy Isabella or Dorch yeah. come in and just light the world on fire. Um, and the, the key to this is is Murray's going to need to spread the ball around. And, and Cam Cox, our guest on on Wednesday's show, he talked about that that yeah. the Cardinals are going to need to move the ball around. They know this, uh, and it will be something that I think we hopefully will see. And, and and what I hope is by having these injuries, it doesn't get Kyler in a narrow mindset of only throwing to certain guys yeah. uh, and, and diverting from that plan. So if he can keep keep the plan ready and keep keep going down that road, I think we should be okay. I think people are really these sports books are having a tough time gauging the rushing yards on Kyler. Nobody. Uh, BetMGM has got uh, Patrick Mahomes rushing yards. They got it at 19 and a half on the over and under. James Conner, 48 and a half. And uh, Clyde Edwards, uh, 45 and a half. They don't have Kyler up there yet. Uh, FanDuel doesn't have Kyler's rushing yards on there yet. Um, so I'm wondering with these injuries, if they're just having a tough time, like really wondering where to pin this thing on his rushing yards. Because it's yeah. he's got... I, He's a runner, man, and he likes scoring touchdowns, and we've seen it. You know, he may try to take the game into his own hands. You know, if if he can't get anything going with his uh, receivers, let's see. Oh, there it is. Oh, thirty-two and a half on uh, what is this? DraftKings, thirty-two and a half. Kyler Murray rushing. Oh well, I mean. Uh, at this point, you got to think he's going to have to run a little bit more. So, yeah. uh, you know, maybe you do take the over on that one. Well, with that said, again, our, you got to our... pee or something? You want to get off of this thing? I like, no, I no, like no. talking, man. I like talking. Oh, I know. I love talking, too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap uh, it up. We'll wrap it up. I mean, obviously, with the game coming up on Sunday, uh, everything we're talking about now could be moot. You know, the, the Cardinals could just rock it, you know, with uh, even with all the injuries and everything else. They could uh, sucker punch the Chiefs. And um, and just blow us all, all away and surprise us all, you know. And then we'll talk all about it, you know, after the game on Sunday. And uh, this this pod that podcast will go up on Monday morning. Hundred percent. I'm excited for the uh, the post game recap that we'll get to do, and uh, hopefully it is celebrating a Cardinals win. At yeah. All right. So you you guys have a party or tailgate coming up on uh, Sunday, right? For those going to the game. Games at State Farm Stadium, obviously. So if you want to get there and uh, pre-funk with the uh, Bird Gang Travel Club, where are you guys going to be? Yeah, we start at 9 a.m. So if you want to watch okay. those morning games with us, get your fantasy numbers all dialed in, figure out what your team's doing, uh, come on out 9 a.m. at the Lola at Westgate. I encourage it. It's going to be over 105 degrees Sunday, uh, pretty miserable outside. So come join us indoors, AC. Your first Four Peaks beer is is uh, is covered in your admittance. That's pretty cool. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Uh, they've got that big red lager, so you will uh, yeah. get to in, in, indulge in that. Um, the uh, The cost is twenty dollars for a ticket. You can get that at birdgangtailgate.com, uh, as well as join us all season long. Go visit our website, birdgangtravel.com. You gonna go down and see Polly D at all or no? No. <laughs> I heard that the... you and Polly D will be hanging out. I don't know. Uh, I Paulie. I was invited to the Bet MGM Sportsbook thing that they got going on. Polly D is going to be uh, fist bumping and uh, gym tan laundry. You know that that whole thing out there. That's what I heard. So I don't know. You guys look like you would be best bros. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably drink alike. Yeah, we can, we can we can definitely take some liquor. Our liver livers go. can handle the liquor. But uh, all right, as always, subscribe to our podcast. Next one will be up on uh, Monday morning. We will. Uh, Recap Sunday's game and uh, join us for the next episode of Kickoff of the Valley.